for joining Time Out with PSOA, where sports officials share their stories to help recruit, train, educate not only sports officials, but players, coaches, administrators, and fans. Through this information, we're going to help make us all better for the game. Thank you for taking time out with PSOA today. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about U-Triple-S-A Fast Pitch Softball. Our special guest is the State Director of Fast Pitch Softball for U-Triple-S-A in Nebraska, Brandon Schur. What's unique about Brandon is he used to coach it, he used to umpire it, now he's the State Director of U-Triple-S-A Fast Pitch Nebraska, and he's going to get, bring all these perspectives together to talk about what are his expectations of a softball umpire? How did he work with fellow partners and coaches as an umpire? And how does he go between coaches and umpires while running uh, state tournaments with USSA? So, Brandon, thank you for joining uh, Time Out with PSOA today. Any first words of advice that you would either give coaches, players, or fans listening to this episode today? Uh, I mean, I guess uh, thanks for having me, first of all. And uh, uh, I really think going into uh, this season, this is going to be my sixth year um, running events um, under USSA. Um, it's going to be my fourth season as state director for this uh, for this year. What I'm most excited about is I think hearing where we're at as far as where the sport is going, um, how much we're growing for fast pitch, not only in Nebraska, but just across the country. And then also how our uh, teams, parents, coaches, uh, dealing with today's, I guess, hurdles that they may have, or just how their season really pans out um, between now and, you know, August. And so I'm really excited to kind of uh, talk more about that today and see, um, you know, kind of give you what I think, what I'm hearing, and just kind of talk uh, to see what everyone else is kind of thinking as well. All right, we're going to start with you as a tournament director. I know with Eastern Nebraska Sports, you, you put on multiple events down at Premier Sports Village and other fields in the Omaha area. When you think softball umpire, what would be your definition of a great softball umpire as a tournament director? Uh, I would definitely say, um, you know, knowledge of the rules in the game is a big part of it with how coaches are and how parents can be. Um, they can be persuasive if you aren't 100% sure on what you're um, kind of making in that moment as far as a call goes. So, you know, the knowledge of those rules and um, the game itself definitely goes a long way. Uh, I, I, we don't have a huge issue with it. I think a lot of times um, with our events as far as handling issues with parents and coaches, um, most of the officials we have have been really great about it. But I know in other parts of the country and things too, like there can be a little bit of a struggle in keeping them under control with that. So I think how they can handle those confrontations in a very positive way, um, but also don't just be passive either and just let coaches and parents kind of walk all over you because then we just create other issues for not only them in that game, but for them and other officials in later games and events as well. 
you know, first impressions, I, I always think, is so important in any realm of life. So here I am, I'm an assigner, and I send two new softball umpires you never seen before. What are the first impressions an umpire could give you to have you relax that this umpire is prepared? They, they're ready to work today. Uh, I would definitely say uh, kind of being there before the start time of the game and not just kind of trying to walk straight from the parking lot to the field helps. Um, trying to at least introduce himself uh, so I know who they are or whoever the site director at that location is. Um, trying to confirm, all right, am I on this field, that field? This is what I have. What do you have? Are we starting at 8 o'clock? Is there anything else that I need to know? Check in with what those – um, maybe specific time limits or rules for that event, maybe. Um, like for USSA, we have C-level events um, spread out throughout the season. Those go by slightly different rules than what your A and B and open-level events do. So just kind of checking in on that. Same thing with the time limits. Uh, we could play 70-minute games. We could be playing drop-dead if we had weather. We could be playing 90-minute games. There, there's a lot of variables there, so just kind of making sure everybody's on the same page definitely helps. And then dressing the part. Um, if they're showing up wearing the right uniforms, um, they're, you know, ready to go. They have all of their equipment. They're not asking, oh, hey, I forgot a hat or I forgot my shirt and I'm just going to wear this polo that I happen to find in my trunk. Um, that definitely doesn't set the right tone for the day. But those are definitely, I think, the two big things that set a good first impression. You know, you talk about uniforms. Um, you also have a company out there, A&B Active Sportswear. Is there anything that you're able to do for umpires so they do have proper uniform and good-looking uniform? Uh, yeah, so we've been working with um, different manufacturers to, um, I guess, better produce those items at a better cost because I understand getting started in officiating, regardless of sport, is not exactly the cheapest thing to start with, but trying to provide those different uniform items at a the best possible cost that we can is definitely a goal that we've had for a long time, whether that be hats or just the umpire shirts. Um, those are definitely the things we've been working on over the last couple of years, seeing the need and seeing how expensive they have slowly gotten. It makes it really hard for new officials to start. So that's been our main goal. We've worked with that this year, um, getting those umpire shirts and hats at a better cost than what you would find online, just somewhere else, or at least trying to match it, but then having it in stock, easily attainable for, for those officials. Very good. Appreciate that. And, and, Sort of this next section is I need to really applaud you as the state director, as a tournament um, organizer. You have really gone out of your way above and beyond this year, encouraging umpires to get certified with USSA. Um, and, and the umpires are going to be rewarded throughout the season for getting that certification. You know, I, I always say the more you learn, the more you earn, so to speak. Um, from from your seat, what is the importance of uh, any sports official, really, but to become certified and educated in that specific organization? Yeah, I would definitely say uh, every 
sanctioning body has some different rules that they may use, some different things, how they operate. Um, for you, SSSA, ours is very similar to a lot of other sanctions, especially on the fast pitch side, uh, that, you know, most officials, if you work for one, you can work for the other pretty easily. The big reason for wanting to make sure people are certified kind of ties back to that first question on you know, they know the rules a little bit more. It makes them feel more involved, but then us this year kind of reinvesting more into those officials makes it easier for us to continue to grow at the pace that we're growing at. If we don't invest back into those officials, we're not going to, we're going to have a bunch of games to play and we're not going to have the officials to support those games. So that is why by us this year kind of preaching a little bit more towards the officials setting up, um, getting registered, going to the meetings, having the apparel items available to them. That's really kind of been our big push because we want it to be as easy as possible for new officials to start working for us and for, you know, working in AAA games and then also give them opportunities down the line too as they continue to grow as an official how can we help you do that um, moving forward? Perfect. You know, now I'm going to have you go back to when you were coaching. You know, previous episode, we talked about the rules of softball, of illegal pitches, um, leaving the base early and the look back rule. Whether the call went for you, whether the call went against you, um, what were your expectations as a coach with the communication between you and the umpire? I would say the biggest thing is, at least if I'm not 100% sure what you called in that moment for whatever reason, whether I was watching my players, I was watching my players or talking to somebody in the dugout or something, and I'm not 100% sure what was called in that moment, can you reiterate that to me and can you explain it where I know you didn't just guess? Um, If you can come to me and say, hey, you know, this is what I saw. Her foot was clearly over the line when she hit that ball or she, the ball was clearly foul when it was touched. Um, those are things that if you can give me a clear, definite answer and you feel confident in that, I'm okay with it. Maybe I'm not, I don't like the call. Maybe it didn't go my way, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to be, um, you know, overly upset because at least I know, hey, you were confident in what you said. And I know that at least you were paying attention enough to give me that finite detail that helped you make that call instead of, well, I think she was safe. Well, okay, now I might have a different opinion on what you think versus, hey, yep, her her foot was there first. Um, that's why I got her safe. Okay, perfect. There's not much I can argue with that. All right, now we're going to flip it now. Now you're the umpire. Um, you, you've done a, a lot of crazy umpire things uh, for myself in the past. <laughs> but as a former umpire, what was it that you expected a coach to do in communication with you in return? Yeah, I guess if if I have something that um, they didn't necessarily agree with, uh, go through the proper channels to talk to me about it. Um, I was always one that at plate meetings or even in between innings, I would tell coaches, hey, if you have an issue with something, I'm more than happy to talk to you about it. But with that being said, do it the right way. If you're just going to come yelling out of the dugout screaming at me, that's not going to help your case any. And it makes me want to work with you less and give you less of an explanation. 
If you come out, you call time, you go through the proper channels to ask me what I saw, you ask it in a proper way, that gives me a lot better feeling about the conversation we're about to have. And I can give you that more information, give you a better answer to that question that you may have on that call instead of, well, coach, I'm not going to, we're not going to scream back and forth each other. This isn't going anywhere. And nobody ends up walking away from that happy or at least satisfied on how it went. You know, we're going to have a lot of umpires uh, listening to this podcast. They work high school, they work college, they work USA, and they're going to hear, hey, USSA, you know, they're investing in umpires. They're investing in better uniforms. And they're going to be thinking about, all right, I'm going to give USSA fast pitch softball a chance. How does an umpire register to become a fast pitch USSA umpire? Yeah, it's as we try to keep it as simple as possible. Um, you can get to it um, by just going to um That'll take you to our brand new website for this year. Once you're there, you can go into the sports, and at the bottom there, it will say officials. That'll give you kind of an explanation on what you're getting and what it's going to cost you to register for um, USSA for the season. That will then lead you to another screen where you will put in all of your information to be able to start filling out the background check, paying for registration, whether you want insurance or don't want insurance. Then once you've made all those decisions, fill out those background checks, those usually take anywhere from a day to a week, um, depending on when you're registering to come back. Once we have those, you're registered, you're ready to go. Then, you know, for here in Nebraska, we get them in touch with you and with Corey to start getting whatever information you guys need to start getting them on those games going forward. So it's we try to keep it as mainstream as possible and really try to, if people have questions, they can always, you know, email me or uh you know, ask any other questions that they may have and we can get them answered for you. And because we do have so many coaches and fans that follow us on this podcast, you know, when answering this next question about what else USSA offers, you know, think about not only umpires, but all right, we have our regular season here and we're done in July 4th weekend, I believe. Where can umpires, where can teams and coaches take their U-Triple-S-A team here in Nebraska to other events, other opportunities around the nation. Yeah, so um, our our new U-Triple-S-A website and state sites are really um, – they do a very good job of showing you those events regardless of the state you're looking at. So if I wanted to go and play in a national after our season's done here, um, there's nationals all over the country. You can see all of them on – either those individual state sites, if you know where they are, Iowa, for example, Kansas, for example, or if you wanted to go all the way to Florida and play down at Space Coast, you can do that as well. So it'll list all of those different types of events. Um, new events that we've been doing for a few years now are those all-state showcase events by the state. Um, those are a lot of fun. We had, I think, over 280 kids participate in that last year, and that was a great way for kids to meet uh, players from other teams, coaches to coach together that normally you're on the opposite you know, sides of the foul lines, and you know, you got to play a couple games together, get used to playing with those teams sort of in an all-star way. So those are all different opportunities 
playing in July and really even into early August is definitely possible. Um, even though our state here in Nebraska kind of slows down because of high school ball starting, um, there's definitely opportunities for those younger teams to play here and older teams to play um, in other states as well. Yeah, and I know we touched on it a little bit. And when when going around, if an umpire, you know, it's always about balancing time. You know, each hour of the day I could spend with my family or I could spend doing some entertainment for myself. You know, what are umpires currently getting paid to do fast pitch softball in USSSA events? So for the events that I have this year, um, I have really this is kind of where we're going to start going back to investing back into those officials. If you are registered with USSSA, we are paying $60 a game for high school age games, so 16s, 18s, and then um, we are paying $50 for 14 and under games and below. Um, those games could be anywhere from 70 to 90 minute games, depending on the situation, um, but those are what the rates we've kind of gone to for uh, this this upcoming season, and if you're not registered, we're still at the forty dollars for fourteen under and forty five for high school. But obviously, if you do some really fast math, it does not take you long to recoup that cost of registering and helping us re- reinvest back into you. So it, we've gone up a lot from when I first started umpiring softball. I think we were at $30 a game is what we used to work. And now we're all the way up to 60 for those high school level games. But, uh, you know, I think it's warranted. And I think um, it, it helps give the officials a reason to, okay, hey, like if I'm going to spend the time out on the field all day or all weekend, is this really worth my time? And that's definitely there. Yeah, and, you know, we we go back quite a few years, and I, I one thing that keeps on popping in my head just having this conversation is, you know, when it comes to what Brandon offers umpires, coaches, the players and teams, it, it, it's a one-stop shop. Um, so if you're a coach looking for tournaments, he's got tournaments for you. If you're an umpire looking for games, he's got games for you to umpire. If it's apparel, whether it be players' uniforms, umpire uniforms, they could con- contact you as well. How is a person to contact you? What is the best way to get a hold of you to take advantage of what you have to offer? I would definitely say email is probably the best one, mainly for the fact of if I happen to be in the middle of something or um, I have a little bit more of a record to be able to go back instead of all of the phone calls, emails, text messages. It's a little bit easier to find through the emails. Um, my email is on the USSA website. Um, you can send it to, it's it's my first name, Brandon.Sure at USSA.com. That's probably the best way to reach out regardless of what um, you're wanting to contact me for. And then we can get back to you with whatever it is that you're needing to find out. And anybody listening to this podcast at any time, if you can't find Brandon's contact information, um, you could always find my contact information at our website, um, www.premiersportsofficials.com. You could contact me via Facebook by searching PSOA. You could contact me um, through our YouTube channel by searching Time Out with PSOA. Um, So, Brandon, thank you for taking time out with us today, um, sharing the story about yourself, USSA, fast pitch softball, 
and how coaches, umpires could take advantage of what you got growing here in state of Nebraska. Keep up the great work. Thanks, I appreciate you having me. And until the next time out with PSOA, sports officials, remember, you're only as good as your last call. A Heard at Sports Network production.